0: um he was uh, undergrad while i was in grad school
1: and what was that name um, again
0: dylan savage
1: dylan savage okay i'll reach out to him
0: yeah um so he he was good at that um yeah so we kind of ran um when we when i came on board there was essentially two captains um they ran the show um and there was graduate mentors that would advise the captains. Um, typically, the graduate mentors were previous, you know, they had previous experience with the team. Mm-hmm. And then those were the, and we had some uh, a secretary, you know, taking notes. But otherwise, the captains truly handled, and we had a shop manager, but otherwise, the, the captains truly bared the brunt, Um because they were the leaders so they were supposed to bear the brunt um Mm -hmm. knowing the schedule knowing relations sometimes we would you know we'd reach out and have other members take on a a role but the captains were kind of always you know like the ceos essentially of, of the team okay um they led the team and so yeah we would then give out projects Based on them, what the captains would, or if somebody wanted to volunteer. Okay. Um, but like when I was captain, I handled the budget. I handled timelines. I handled recruitment. Um. Yeah. So it's it, yeah. Usually the captains bear the brunt. Okay.
1: Okay. So like the way that. Porter and Garrett, who are the captains this year, kind of want to do it, is they want to um, try to allocate their responsibilities onto other people, so that way it's not just the two of them running everything, because that's kind of what happened last year. Um, So, I'm basically, so I'm operations manager, but I'm also essentially training to be one of the captains next year or the following um right so like you're saying that like the captains are in charge of pretty much everything and we're kind of taking the brunt of everything um we don't have like a shop person anymore we don't have a secretary really either um we might want to look into bringing those back um it's just we have so little members that it's kind of hard to add more roles and add more responsibilities and stuff without like uh severely breaking the system that we tried to build um mm-hmm. so I'm not really sure kind of how to how to how to hold people accountable is kind of where I'm struggling because apparently like we can't. I I don't know if we can or can't do, like, certain, like, we, like, we can't fail people, we can't, um, have, have it required that we take the course in order to be a part of our club, which I thought we could, um, I don't know, it's kind of weird.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, the course used to be kind of an item to hold people accountable, um, for their work but there's always still the struggle of holding people accountable yeah
1: um,
0: you know at one time point we had met a team of 21 but the reality was it was a, it was a core group of seven doing All of 99% work. of the work yeah. um, and other people would just walk in and out and that's just kind of you from what I've seen <laughs> um, and of other teams, you can't avoid that.
1: Um, yeah.
0: You, you you just accept that. And then you basically you don't give them responsibility if they're not going to take the responsibility.
1: Mm-hmm. And they'll um, just sit around you know, and ride the coattails.
0: Yeah. And that's, you know, and you just do that. And then usually where the reward comes from that is when they get asked a question they don't know the answer and then they have to look towards the people that did the work
1: yeah and and then it's
0: it becomes apparent quickly
1: oh yeah for sure and we're trying like not to let that happen because the captains are both pretty frustrated with the people that do do that um and then they were like talking about well yeah we're gonna go and have a talk with them and i'm like we can't lose any more members otherwise our club is not gonna be a club
0: So how many members do you have?
1: That are active or that are quote active? Quote active, we'll start there. Uh, Maybe 15, 20. Oh, okay. And that's That's like including two, three freshmen. Maybe four.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's par.
1: Yeah, it's Um, a little rough. Um, but then, and then we have, like, the active, active ones. There's only about five or six of us.
0: Okay, well, that's still about par for the course.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so, that's unfortunate the structure's kind of fallen apart, um, well, there... because what we were, what we were known for was a good structure, and good retain and good uh, overlap and transfer of knowledge um, comparatively to I don't even is there even a Formula Car team there anymore?
1: Uh, a what again?
0: Formula Car?
1: Uh, there's a Formula Car. There's no team.
0: Okay, yeah. So Formula Car ran there's differently than us. They tried to do it. Uh, there this you know a senior design running it and. Everything and that team would collapse every one to two years. Yeah. It would never work. And we were the consistent, you know, not flashy, not trying to, you know, boast about things. We were just the, the consistent people always getting it done. Mm-hmm. Um, our team would have good overlap year to year at competition um, where other teams would c- come in and they have clean starts because they they tried to do, you know, they, they just were always trying to change the structure. Yeah. And it, it didn't work.
1: Yeah, that's why I'm trying to see if we can bring it back to what it was because I know that we were a good team at one point. It's just we've kind of fallen apart because of how big of a gap there was these past couple of years.
0: Yeah. But one thing you did mention, too, is, like, um, the operations manager, you know, these – we tried to use our lower titles, too, as training yeah. for pe- for you t- people to become captain. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you would accept those roles and, and extra responsibility with the intent of becoming a captain. You
1: know, right?
0: that's how I viewed it. When I got took on shop manager, it was like, this is what I because I was like, I want to be a captain. I was telling myself. So what I have to do is take on more responsibility i have to take the initiative to lead
1: yeah I actually, in whatever way i can yeah i actually um took on almost the complete responsibility for the presentation and the paper this year um as a freshman that's a i have to load yeah because everybody else yeah, is trying so, to I figure mean, out modeling so i was like well i guess i can write yeah. paper uh
0: um yeah, so some of it, though, too, a big thing is you can only do so much from the from the lower ranks, essentially, yeah. and uh, strong captains and strong, you know, mentors can drive that success, or they can also be the reason for failure. Yep. Um, unfortunately, and that's kind of the way in the business world too. Is you can do an amazing job at your level. But if the people above you screw up, it you can't you can't do anything about it. it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess I forgot. I ran sponsorship my freshman year. Oh, cool. Uh, So I actually took over that um, myself and another guy. Uh, We the team had four or five sponsors when I joined. Mm Mhm. And then I I brought us up to like thirty.
1: Dang.
0: So, um, like, you know, I don't know if you guys still do snowmobile shows, even if they're all probably canceled, but...
1: Uh, well, everything's um, been canceled, but hopefully they'll open up next year. We're kind of betting on it.
0: Okay. Yeah, so we didn't do those until I joined, and then I got us involved with, um, the Spokane first, and the Boise, and the Puyallup.
1: Wow, that's awesome.
0: So, um, yeah, definitely, um... Yeah, you, it is good to branch out and get younger members involved or that is a big thing um for retention with freshmen is getting them involved getting your hands dirty quick. Yeah. That that can make and break.
1: Yeah. That's kind of what happened with me is um like they would have like a lot of the freshmen didn't realize how much of a time commitment the team was. Um so like when they said oh we have two meetings a week but then we also have like laboratories where you need to come in and work on the snowmobile and like a whole bunch of other things and everybody's like well I don't have time for that and so like a lot of people would have experienced working on the snowmobile if they had come to the labs and workshops that we'd set up but they just didn't come so I think like, during classes and stuff, we need to just start dragging people into the lab and being like, hey, work on it. Like, this is how stuff works. Um, maybe we incorporate yeah. the screws and screwdrivers and stuff a little more.
0: Yeah, that's... And it's always tough because, in reality, it has to be an internal motivation of theirs. Yeah. you You can't... You can't force. Them. I mean, you can try to encourage them, but you can't force them. Yeah. Um, typically, you know, recruiting classes we would have. I would, you know, I'd go recruit as best I could. I'd um, go around to the freshman or go to ME one twenty three. Go to the uh, the barbecue at the beginning of the year, um, and and do those things. And, you know, try to recruit as many names as possible. Um, and then after that, we would begin weeding them down.
1: Um,
0: yep. First thing I did was have, we had have write a one-page, why do you want to join the team?
1: Yeah.
0: And what experience do you have? It doesn't matter what the answer is. It was just the fact of I'm going to ask you to write something. Well, you we, are you even willing to write a one-page thing yeah. to me? Yeah. Um, So, I guess I wouldn't get hung up on the, if you only have like, you know, if you got 15 to 20 members and you got a core group, that's, that's about normal.
1: Okay.
0: Um, But what you need to do, the big thing is then, is the knowledge transfer within the core group. Yeah. That, that's where the the key comes and keeping, trying to get as much overlap as you can year to year um like captains normally our captains were not there was a junior captain and a senior captain yep they're still equal you know they're equal there's no we didn't call them a junior a senior captain but we would typically try to choose one them so that one captain forward. was going to be there next year and while another captain position rotated out. Yep. So there was continuity every time. There wasn't a switch. There wasn't two fresh captains. It was one experienced with, with one new.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and the hard thing about this year is that I was going to be the fresh one, but I didn't get voted in to one of the captain positions. Um... It was just, it's just going to be the same captains we had last year. Again. Um, Because we didn't technically have a senior as our captain last year. So.
0: Right. Yeah, they don't have to be seniors. um, But more, the bigger thing is the continuity.
1: Yeah.
0: Is that one has already done it and one is newer. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Getting that rotation going. It just helps. So that way, or, you know, because even when I did it, I I did it, I was a five year student, and I did it my third and fourth year, but fifth year I didn't do it, but fifth year I was still there, um, taking on a heavy workload for the team and also just um, taking care of other things that I'd already done. Yeah. To, you know, because I was a senior member, like I'll I'll do this heavy work because I already know how.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's also just nice to have extra mentors for the stu- the younger ones.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that's big.
1: Yeah. But that's what I'm worried about cuz like when I came, I'm one of like two or three freshmen that stayed because um we didn't really get a synopsis of, like, what we were getting ourselves into, much less, like, any of the information that was being covered. So, it was really kind of hard for us to, like, be like, oh, I'm really interested in this club, or oh, I'm really not. So. Okay. Yeah. But, um, let's see, do you have any, how about five pieces of advice that you would give to current team
0: members? Um, One is make sure you have a good balance in your school to team. Yeah. Um, I struggled with that for a bit in getting that proper balance. Um, I didn't want to let the team down when I was, you know, in my first couple of years. So I would take on much more work than I could do with my schoolwork. Mm-hmm. Um, So learning that balance is key.
1: For sure. Um,
0: Another thing is um, um, like team camaraderie and um, we would do team barbecues. Yep. Because for us when we were doing it, you know, the people we hung out with probably – 70% 70% of the time, we're the other team members. It, yep. it wasn't like this was club, and then I don't want a club, and now I go to my other stuff. It was like, well,
1: this is what are we doing after right this? Now, yeah,
0: are, You know, whose house are we going to? Where, where are we going out tonight? Yeah. What are we doing this weekend? Um, so for us, it was, you know, it was just camaraderie, you know, and so we were always doing stuff together. So that building that um, is good. Um, that's a, that's the key. That will help. That will fix the retention. Yeah. Or it'll and it'll retain. You know, you'll you'll start to understand your members, and that'll help. For sure. Um, another one is planning. Um, you guys have to now with the competition, but before they didn't make us do a timeline. Yeah. So, but but getting that timeline right and sticking to it.
1: Um, That's the hardest part: sticking to
0: it. <laughs> yeah, you got to stick to it, and then when you when the you know things are coming up short, you have to put in the extra effort. Oh yeah. Um, you have you have to go that extra mile. Um, you have to stay you know stay in the shop till three the a.m. If you have to, yep. you know. Yeah, we. You to... Tried to plan ahead so that you don't do that, but when when it comes down to it, it's you know.
1: Full foot throttle. You
0: have to step up.
1: Yep. That's. I pull. We all pulled a twenty-two hour day, four and a half hours of sleep, and then. Ten and a half more hours right before competition.
0: Yeah, that's... I mean, that's what it takes.
1: Yeah. Well, and the stupid thing was is I cranked out the entire paper in that amount of time.
0: Yeah, that's not good planning. Mm-hmm.
1: We also didn't get our crap together until the j- end of January. So...
0: Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, starting as early as possible. I mean, when you get, you know, so going into this next year, you know, just in the summer, thinking about it, you don't have to do work necessarily, but just thinking about it. And then when it comes to, when you get back to school, boots on the ground, start running right off the bat, you know, start making progress, incremental progress. And getting moving as quick as you can um, that's been the struggle but that separates that difference separates you know successful teams from non-successful teams
1: yeah for sure because like we've been last year from what I remember when I joined nobody was happy to be there Except for, like, Garrett and Porter and, like, not even really, like, Ron or any of the other senior members. They were kind of just there. And I just kind of wish that people were more excited to be on the team. But they're not. So.
0: Yeah. Um... One thing is, you know, um, in a team environment and, you know, working in industry, it's um, trying to focus on positivity. Oh,
1: yeah. That's a big one.
0: Um, Don't get, don't dwell into the negative. Don't, don't spiral down into that and everyone's just talking about how bad everything is. As easy as that is, don't do it yeah you you just gotta not do it it's somebody's got to say all right guys this is this isn't being this isn't helpful
1: yeah,
0: let's try to focus on what we can control, let's not just pout or get all mad let's let's focus on what we can control and how we can make progress
1: yeah, that's definitely something we all need to improve on um. A lot of us are pretty depressed and upset about the whole COVID thing, and um, that's definitely the whole team is
0: understandable.
1: The whole team's kind of fallen into that trap, so optimism is something that we're gonna have to try to enforce. I think.
0: Um, Yeah, and I mean, another thing: have fun.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) You're you're doing this to have fun. I mean, yes, you're going to engineering school and yes, you're doing this for, this is, you know, this is job training. That's what you should think of it as this. Why am I at school? I'm I'm learning to be an engineer. That's why you're at college. Mm -hmm. And you're using this to have, implement your skills and gain more skills. Exactly. But at the same time, have fun. Um, you know, we, I don't know if any of those things are around, but, like, we put a, sn- a chair on skis.
1: Yeah, I remember. It, it might... Yeah, they. So somebody was telling me a story about that. that uh, we may or may not have been doing safe things with dirty snow, but...
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we built that in the shop one night. Yeah. We procured a chair from somewhere. And bolted on a set of skis to it and then drove it behind the snowmobile the next day while we were out there doing sound testing. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: it was just, it, it lightened the mood. It, it was funny. Everyone got a laugh out of it. Um, you know, so we did that while we cracked, we jumped it and it broke. Yep. Um, and then we rebuilt it. And it was just kind of a comedic relief. Project it's not doesn't serve any purpose other than it it was something funny for the team.
1: Yeah, and honestly, every once in a while it's kind of something we need.
0: Yeah, I mean you just you gotta have fun. Yeah, it, it, it you can't take it all, all seriousness because if you if you're always serious all the time you'll just burn yourself out.
1: Yep. So. All right, I've. Yeah. got... One last question for you. Mm-hmm. So what skills did you gain from being on the team and that you use the most often in workforce?
0: Um, project management was a big one. Um, even though, you know, we didn't do project in the same sense that, like, people use, like, program now, understanding how to manage a project and have the foresight to see the whole project you know Mm -hmm. see through the forest see hey not get wound up about this because guys we have two months till this deadline we cannot be wound up on this little detail or focused on our emission score being this so we'll get this because we want to we want to get this many points here well we can still outscore everyone else by getting points in everything else, like paper and presentation, getting those right, for getting sure. those easy points, understanding the whole picture. Um, that's something like when I came to work, people, you know, one of my bosses is like, well, you, you see the whole picture better than most people. Um, and I think the only reason I do is because of this uh,
1: clean sled. Yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, there are so many different components to SLED, it gets kind of overwhelming. I think I'm going to try to see if I can enforce um, one of the projects to be just analyzing the rules uh, and giving everybody a very clear understanding of it and presenting a lecture on the rules um, or something like that. Because I think that might actually help us out a lot.
0: just for clarity purposes um yeah we had we'd have, we had, we actually we would have an individual we call a rules expert and you know they again the captains and the senior members have to be responsible they have they there's no excuse for them not knowing something yep but like the rules expert was supposed to know it better than anyone else um and when the rules came out, they were the ones that should be able to tell everyone somewhat quickly what the changes to the rules were from previous year. Um, yeah. So that does help. Um,
1: I think we're going to try to reinstitute that because I think that's a really important role that we were definitely missing last year. Um,
0: studying your competition.
1: Yeah, that's another thing that I, I really mean, would like to do, too. Is that any competition you know, I usually go to, I usually try to study up on them. Or I make friends with them. It, I didn't ask them for help.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is that is, does help, though. I mean, don't be afraid to, you know, don't let your ego get in the way. Um, if yeah. another team is successful on something, talk to them about it.
1: Exactly. Maybe they'll want to share maybe
0: they won't, but... Oh. At least talk to him about it I mean there's no hurt in trying yeah just as long as you come about it in a professional way there's nothing wrong with it
1: yeah
0: yeah um, another big thing like one another skill set was like hands-on with the you know learning mills and ways oh yeah that's that's a big skill that not everyone has. And employers do, you know, depending on what you want to do after, uh, a lot of employers will look at that as a big positive.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because I've been working on cars since I couldn't remember, but like being able to work on the snowmobile by myself and understand exactly how all the components work—it's kind of—it's really helpful.
0: um, And then, like another skill would be the ability to think on your feet and adapt quickly um things in the real world change quickly um sometimes you're not you know you're thinking this is what's going to happen and they uh, the rope gets pulled out from under you and this this is now what's happening
1: yeah
0: uh you need to find a solution i need a solution for this yeah and then you need to come up with it quickly and challenges and so yeah being flexible being nimble on your feet ready to you know okay things changed we gotta move Mm -hmm. and we got to figure it out, Um, you know, being able to shoot from the hip, uh, sometimes call it like, you know, uh, gunslinging,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know, yeah, okay, you don't have everything lined out perfectly, okay, yeah, it's not this perfect world, but I'm going to shoot from the hip, I know what I'm doing, I can adapt quickly and be successful. Is it the best way? No, but can I achieve success? Yes. Yes. But knowing when to gunsling and when to not, is also important.
1: Yes,
0: that's very true. But. And then for me, I learned engine calibration. I learned how to use dynos. I learned a lot about two-stroke engines. So go- going into the two-stroke industry, I had, uh, you know, I was able to come on board a lot quicker. Than most people could. For sure, I knew I, you know, I was paying attention to the engine designs of competitors. You know, I wasn't isolated to one brand, so um, I was paying attention. So I knew more about other engine designs than people that worked at Articat yeah. because I was paying attention to everyone's designs. I was looking for anything I could get, not being stuck into a box. Um, so for me, it made you know, getting the job I wanted to get easy. Right, yeah. Um, It would not have been, you know, getting that job otherwise probably would have been almost impossible.
1: Oh, for sure, because, I mean, getting engine stuff is... Those jobs are really kind of difficult to to come by without any external knowledge, like Bradbury stuff. Yeah. but um, I think that's all I have. So if, is there any other final comments that you'd like the team to
0: know? Um, you guys can always reach out to me. Okay. Um, uh, I don't mind, you know, helping out with either, you know, just technical questions or even just, hey, we're struggling with something. You know, what do we, you got any recommendations on how we could get through this that you ran into something know team problem or whatever you know um yeah i'm I'm still here to help the team i want you guys to succeed
1: we really appreciate it um would you be interested in leading a lecture on the stuff that you do in workforce
0: um sure i could yeah if you guys kind of um give me an idea what you're looking for
1: yeah we're um we're trying to see we're trying to see if we can get the alumni to present a couple times in class. Um, for you it'd be around I think seven p.m. Um, on Mondays okay. or Wednesdays, um, because we usually meet on Mondays or Wednesdays around five fifteen ish here, which would be seven fifteen your time. Uh,
0: yeah. So. Do you guys hold an actual class, or are those just meetings?
1: Yeah, it's an actual class. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like a two-credit course. Okay, so I think...
0: Yeah, so we had a two-credit course, but we never had a class class. Um, But what you're talking about, I think Dylan Savage implemented. So he'll be be a good, um, you know continuity piece to it because I came from it from knowing some of the original members. Right. And then Dylan took over from me. Okay. So so he'll have another good continuity piece in between like Mm. the beginning where I was at and where he took
1: over. You said Dylan Savage? Yeah. Okay. I have to find his numbers and stuff from the drive. Um...
0: Um, if you just want to, I could just text you his phone number if you oh, want. Oh, that
1: would be really helpful, actually. Um, yeah. Hopefully he doesn't freak out if some stranger texts text him, but whatever. No, he won't. All right,
0: well. He won't.
1: I really appreciate your time, Alex, so thank you so much. Um,
0: yeah, oh, um, one thing you guys could do, I was talking. Last fall, you guys reached out for funding to get your ETAS 581.4. And I think it was Roy?
1: Maybe? Or, um, I can't remember that name. We have $1,000 to spend, like, this year. So, please tell me if we need to spend money on something. I genuinely is that your whole
0: not <laughs> Is that your whole budget?
1: Uh Yeah, we have to blow our budget before next year.
0: Okay. Oh, so you have, like, a couple weeks.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. So this gets difficult. Um. So, yeah, I think it was this fall he reached out, and you guys were doing some funding to try to get the equipment you need to, to um, communicate with your ECU. Oh, yeah,
1: because we're struggling with that right now, yeah.
0: Right. Yeah, and so you need a new it's the new Bugs. etas module etas is a company
1: what's I that i think we also need buds or something
0: uh. oh buds is the um, buds is the brp dealer tool software
1: okay
0: um but your etas was what you're going to need to actually calibrate the ecu that's how you're going to communicate to it
1: right okay
0: and so i you know reached out when he reached out i asked eventually well one As a point of question just to make him um, learn. But, you know, typically when donations come in in the past, the school takes a certain amount over for overhead. So, you know, it was more of a question to make him uh, look at the budget and understand that better that, hey, you don't, just because you always take in a certain amount of money doesn't mean you always get that money. Maybe it's changed for the better, but even in the real world, like, Taxes and oh, we have to pay overhead and insurance costs on the parts in the warehouse. Those all come into play. So, just understanding the total scheme of a budget.
1: Yeah. Well, we like um, we're required to spend this before the school year ends because otherwise it'll just disappear.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: And we can't really um, recover it. So.
0: So yeah, my well, what I needed from him was. The team's tax ID number.
1: Yeah, I can get that to you since I'm um, operations. I have to go talk to the finance people anyways this week. Um, Okay,
0: because I can get my company to match any donation I do.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And I believe maybe Dylan and um, Zach and the other guys can too. Um, And maybe we can get you up to that amount so that you can order the 581 from ETAS. Before your your time window runs out.
1: Yeah, maybe. I'll talk to the um, leadership about it when I see them on Friday.
0: Yeah, because if you did not purchase that yet, I believe you guys are. They're usually two thousand dollars or more, but maybe each castle is cutting you a break.
1: Maybe um, I don't know. I'd have to do some negotiation.
0: Yeah. So understanding that, and then. Yeah, if you give me that, then I can. When I make, I guess you guys should have more money anyway. But like, because you should be getting five hundred a year from BRP from a patent royalty I did when I was there. Oh,
1: well, I don't know. I haven't. Again, I just got handed this rule on Monday, and I had like three exams this past a couple days, so I haven't really. Oh, okay. You're only into a week. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I'm. I'm just informing you that at this point you. that you should be getting. You should be in there, you should be checking that there is a $500 deposit yeah, every I, year.
1: I will definitely check that out, um, because, again, I just got handed all this stuff, and the guy that was in charge of it last year kind of ditched us, so I have to go talk to him again and be like, hey, so, I need to understand what you did wrong so that I can fix it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, so that's about it for me. So if you have other better things to do with your time, you're welcome to hop off.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, just give me that number, and then uh, I'll text you, Dylan's number.
1: Okay, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yep, no problem. All right. Thank you. I'll see you later.
0: Yep, Bye.